Kevin Smith and his wife, Jen Schwalbach, have traveled the globe, selling out theaters left and right. The Secret Stash now proudly presents One Sold Out Night in London, available on vinyl, as in that thing you put on a turntable. Plus one, Murica. Crank up some goddamn funny storytelling, recounting the night that one of Smodko's royal family OD'd on weed. Pick up Plus One, Murica, in regular or limited autographed editions, available exclusively on jayandsilentbob.com. Here are the latest dates to catch a live Smodco show, courtesy of csmod.com. July 19th, HBO gets geeky at the House of Blues in San Diego during Comic-Con. The super groovy cartoon movie invades Louisville, Kentucky on July 24th, Austin on the 25th, and on the 26th, Kevin Ralph skewer the celebs with HBO at the Hollywood Improv. The groovy movie makes a return engagement to L.A. at the New Beverly on July 27th. And looking ahead to August, the animated tour makes a pit stop in Richmond on August 24th, and Charlotte, North Carolina on August 25th. And on September 14th, the groovy cartoon movie invades Montreal Comic Con. Remember, ticket links to all of these dates can be found at csmod.com. And welcome to Bag and Boarded. I'm Matt Cohen, as joined always by Misty. That was nice. Thank you. Um, we are recording this podcast at nine twelve on a Friday evening mm. because we're both very cool. Um, it should also indicate the level of quality that's about to happen because, as you folks might have learned through, I'm going to say we're on episode like seven fifty. I'm not sure. It might be seven fifty, or it might be like in the low hundreds because I'm really fucking lazy. Um, hmm. for a while I'm, I tell people like, yeah, I've done a podcast for like five years and they go, holy shit. And then I go, yeah, I've got like 140 episodes and they go, you, su- you're supposed to have like four times that amount. <laughs> I take some breaks. Um, it's late night podcast, which means it's going to be a looser show than normal, which means don't expect any kind of quality from this guy. Cause I'm fucking tired. I had a busy day. If I'm staying in this time on a Friday night means I'm well rested. All right, I'm not well rested. I'm going to the gym after this. Are you really? Yeah, that's me. I'm a man of totally gym. I'm going to eat fried rice, gym shoes, and watch wrestling. I thought you were just sporty. Sports bra. I thought you were just a lesbian. (laughs) Oh no! It's like sporty (laughs) spice. Um, uh, I had a very busy day, Misty. On July fifth. Yeah, on July fifth of all days. First Mm -hmm. off, we should talk about the fourth of July. There were fireworks. Which was the day that preceded this day? Really. I heard some. I didn't that's, really see that's them. That's novel. I saw some. I saw a lot of fireworks. Uh, I was at a party, a Tom Cruise themed party. Oh, that's funny. That's where I was last night. Really, I didn't see you there. <laughs> Which Tom Cruise were you? Um, I I should also let people know, just for the sake of honesty, maybe Misty should take a picture and I'll put it up when the podcast goes up. I'm doing this podcast. Uh, laying face forward on the ground wearing a gloomy bear, Kigurumi, because it's that kind of Friday night. And I'm also dead sober, so. I don't have my phone on me. Um, we'll, we'll figure it out. There you go. Phone, take a pic. Um, so it's kind of a relaxed podcast. Uh, I went to a 4th of July Tom Cruise party that Misty was also at, and, uh, 
there were tons of fireworks like everywhere. Just not official shows. I feel like we weren't in a great neighborhood, so I feel like what we saw was just we hundreds of backyard fireworks throughout the course of the night. You really can't see anything in LA unless you're on the beach. That's why everybody goes to the beach. I saw there's some Santa fireworks. Monica's fireworks, but be able to clearly see them. You have to be at the beach because you can see Malibu, Santa Monica's, Venice, and you can see it, like Manhattan Beach and Huntington Beach. I hate to be my usual holiday uh, humbugger, which I don't know why I do that, but I do. Um, you know what? I'm doing this podcast on a fucking computer right now, and you just took a picture of me with an iPhone, and I'm watching wrestling, and I paused it, and it's live TV. That shit's way more impressive than fucking fireworks. Like, I feel like fireworks were impressive before electricity was invented. It just never did anything for me. And I said to my dad this morning, um, I would love fireworks if they were silent. (laughs) If they were just, like, if you just couldn't hear the loud, horrible explosions that sound like fucking... Mm -hmm. Egyptian uh, coup d'etats. Very, very, very topical. Seriously, every single time, I know it's 4th of July, I still fucking have a heart attack every five seconds because an explosion happens. It's not a natural thing. And you lived in New York for how many years? I've never once heard a gunshot. Yeah, but just general sounds that are not natural. Yeah, but this is a little bit different when there's a giant incendiary bomb in the sky. I I like fireworks. I love the whole thing. I love the smell. I love the boom. I love like the colors. I love the boom. Um, I, I what else? The sound effects of a firework. I know. I really. I just don't. I. I don't mind the colors. Look, if there were fireworks outside right now, I'd be like, "Oh, look, that's super pretty. They're fireworks." I just want them to not make any fucking noise. Oh my god, I would want fireworks twenty four hours a day if they were silent. Let the sky always be fireworks. I say, but keep them quiet because people got shit to do. My dog gets upset. Um, Money would be upset. Seriously, I'm not a fan. I kept saying to people at the party, like, yeah, these fireworks are great, but if it wasn't 4th of July, this is what it would be like to live in a war zone. <laughs> Just random explosions happening every five seconds. It would and be no funny one... if, like, all bullets and, like, anything that in war zones that actually came out with firework colors. Like, you're getting killed, but it's, like, pretty blues and greens coming at you, so it's not as bad. I don't know if funny is the right word. Mm. Definitely, like, it takes me on a visual trip in less, my mind, which I like. Less tragic. Slightly. Uh, mm. Almost more tragic if you get killed in, like, a cute way. Yeah, well, I don't know. Because if it's, like, a bullet to the heart, you're like, all right, that guy fucking went down. But if, like, someone shoots you with a Nyan cat... Oh my! That's just pathetic. Like that'd be so cute. A nine cat. Oh my god! <laughs> look at me. I'm all topical and internet. Um, nine cat is so old. I have no idea. Um, I only discovered is that new? it like a month that's ago. That's really pretty. Is what new? That thing, the new vase that's sitting next to you. You're talking about the bong? Yeah, we, yeah. Oh, you're you're just. I thought you were doing like a role play thing. You're just. Misty was describing a visual thing that, unfortunately, unless you're one of the um. 35 people in my apartment right now who we paid to be an audience. Mm. We also paid them to uh, not talk, though. So hard. they are loving the show. It's really hard for them to not laugh. But they, No, no, no. We're paying them not to laugh. We asked them. We were like, look. You no, can, but they we're so funny. Come on it's in. Enjoy the show. Don't laugh. So just imagine they are loving it. Uh, I haven't done that in so long. I used to say that for every live podcast I used to do. Back in Smodcastle, that was the intro. Like, we have a crowd of, like, I don't know, let me get the old Binox out here. Looks like 32,000 strong, but, 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 they've all signed silence contracts. So, like, when you're sitting in your car or on your, your Stairmaster or a treadmill, I don't know how you like to get your workout on. Just imagine there's, like, tens of thousands of people right now just fucking loving this podcast. Oh, my God. Like, 
eating eating every word. That's not the right word. Hanging on every word? That sounds better. Eating they're eating all our words. I mean, it'd be like They're like uh number cr- number cruncher. What was that game called? No, that know. PC game where you were the little monsters and they ate the numbers. Oh yeah, I think it was Number Crunchers. Yeah, look who knows about video games. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about Ski and Minesweeper next. Big shot. Uh, I didn't. I don't like my. I never liked Minesweeper. Oh, free cell. And I, I don't know what that is. Um, I never liked Minesweeper. It was it was Minesweeper and Solitaire that came on the PCs back in the day, and I was mm-hmm. a big Solitaire fan. I'll tell you what. There was nothing more satisfying than getting a solitaire. And getting and all the cards to go across the screen. The screen, screen. going like, brr, brr, like that bouncy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like I would, I, it, it was akin to getting like bingo, I feel like. It'd be like 1 a.m. when I was like 14 and I would scream like solitaire. And like, See, free sale was even better. Cause there what is more free sale? Cards. There's another card It's game. a card game. I like Mahjong. Oh, I love that. My mom was obsessed with I never that. knew... I, I played Mahjong for years online and stuff before realizing that that was Mahjong. I just called it, like, the Tile Pyramid game. <laughs> and then realized, like, oh, that's the thing my grandma's playing. My grandma's pretty fucking cool. It's an old game. It's a fun game. Yeah, it's I've ever chi- played Mancala. It's Chinese. Um, is that the one with the stones? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I played that. We're taking, a, we're taking a trip around the world with via board games. What was your favorite board game as a kid? Ooh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would, I'd probably say Mousetrap just because I liked being able to take the parts and put them into other pieces I, and not actually play the game. I loved Mousetrap, but I didn't do that. I never, I owned like a bunch of different Mousetraps, but I never once played a game of Mousetrap. What I would do is I would just set up the trap and trigger it. Yep, that's like, what I, I don't do think too. anyone actually played the game. And I would try to like set it up in different ways with the pieces and see if I could. See, that's different. inventive. I didn't even do that. I just, oh. I would you just, just tra- literally set it up and just went down the market. But I would like, trap yep, like Lego it. men and like I would trap people in the trap and then imagine that they died in there. That's definitely. And then I would like leave leave it like set up for like weeks on end, and they'd be like, "Feed me," and I'd be like. That's very cruel. They'd, they'd all. Um, yeah, I was, I was about to walk in the circles. I was about to uh, do the Rorschach line, but I'm tired and I, I don't remember the entire thing. But it ends with, uh, and they look up and whisper help. And I, it's. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, but keep going. It's really funny. They look up and whisper help, and I look down and say no. Like it's it's something like that. <laughs> what was that? Derp noises. I don't know what that is. I, I missed, thought you knew the internet. I don't know the internet that well because I don't want to know that. You don't part. know about derping? No, I know. I don't. I I know that face thing, the derp. cartoon with the derp. with the <laughs> with the poorly drawn face. That, I love that. Is that derping? Uh, well, there's different ones. Yeah, I'm like there are certain things I'm just like yeah no fuck it I don't want to know. I have a sunburn on my back. Um, I didn't want to know that. That was the, that and derping two things I have no interest in. What um, do you care about, Matt? What do I care about? Funny you bring that up, Misty. Today I got to go to something having a lot to do with what I care about. I went oh, to uh, anime, expo. anime Expo. Why do you get to say it like that? I, don't, I was trying to make it sound cool. Oh, that's a weird way to make it sound cool. Uh, I went to the Anime Expo today, uh, which I've been like three years in a row now, I think. Um, always uh, in some kind of press capacity. Um or or I, I don't even know how. You I, look I very guess confused so. thinking about the anime. I am <laughs> thinking. I'm trying to think of how I've gone for the last few years. I guess just bagged and bored. I, it doesn't you know matter. What? You were just there. I was there today, and I, that's why my brain is kind of fried. Because if anything, it, it is perfect training wheels for Comic Con. Because I am going to fucking die. That's what I have to say. I was on the floor for four hours today, like working, and my feet are 
done. I have to be on the floor for like nine hours a day yeah. for like four days in a row and then go out at night because I'm a fucking social butterfly. I was on my feet all day at E3 and then walking all around downtown. My feet were so dead. Um, So so I'm all wiped out from Anime Expo. Also, it's just like that convention has gotten... If anyone doesn't know, Anime Expo is a uh, annual um, anime convention, anime manga, Japanese stuff. But now it's even like there's just Doctor Who and steampunk and like the stuff you see at any convention. Um, but it is, I think, the country's biggest anime convention. They have it... Uh, down at the LA Convention Center by the Stable Center. And um like I feel like the lady today told me this year's pre-sales were more than every ticket sold in total last year. Wow. Like they almost like doubled their attendance this year because just anime is getting that much bigger luckily. But just so many. It was just a fucking sea of a sea of humanity dressed like characters I didn't know. Like, I had to take pictures for a cosplay column I do, and literally every single time I took a picture, I was like, all right, and what are you? And they're like, I'm Golden Knight from the anime Five Town Five Plus High School. And I was like, all right, man, what happened to fucking Dragon Ball? Um, But, so it was just a lot of people and a lot of walking around. I, I became obsessed. I bought a Gloomy Bear Kigurumi, which I'm wearing right now, and then I was like, oh, there's a store by my house called Whimsic Alley. Do you know it? Mm-mm. It's over on Wilshire. And it, it it started out as a Harry Potter store. And it has like a great hall where you can go have tea and they rent it out for birthday parties. Aww. And it's really cool. And then the last few months, they've added Game of Thrones and Doctor Who to it. So I was like, oh, I want to get some fucking Who shit while I'm here. Dude, I walked around for an hour and a half looking for that fucking booth. I, I saw it in the, earlier in the day, and I was like, oh, I'll just go find that booth again. I walked every aisle like seven times to try to find it. I finally found it. They didn't even really have anything I wanted. I bought that TARDIS flask, which is pretty cool. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, Giant flask. So I walked around. Hey, I'm not gonna, I don't think it's for drinking either. It's kind of flimsy. I walked around a lot. I uh, interviewed a couple of voice actors, which was cool. People from One Piece, from the American oh, One Piece, yeah. and Dragon Ball and stuff like that. Um, but just fuck, dude. Like, I didn't get home from from Tom Cruise party till like let's say five a.m. and I was up at like nine. Oh, you stayed that much later? Yeah, I, I had to. Well, well, I was also so I was also pretty sober for the yeah, really, majority of the really night. So I I became Matt's taxi service around four o'clock uh, in the morning. I had to drive to Santa Monica. I drive to the studio. I just drove. I just dropped everyone off. I didn't care. Yeah. All my friends were drunk. They left their cars there. Yeah, and so I just dropped people off. So I didn't get home. Till late, and then until by the time I finally got in bed, I got like three and a half hours sleep. That ain't gonna fucking work for Comic Con. I'm mm. gonna have to be responsible. Oh no, I did that one night during E3. I went to bed like five thirty in the morning, and I had to get up at nine in the morning. Like last year, terrible. my Comic Con experience was: I would walk back to my hotel at eight a.m. while everyone else was walking into the open of the convention, and then yeah. I would sleep till five p.m. and then go out at night. This year, I got to be on the floor at ten a.m. every day. So I'm instituting. You heard it here first, folks. I will be home in my hotel, in the hotel, by 4 a.m. every night and up at 9.30. Give myself five and a half hours of sleep, which I think is apt. And if I can... Or just do math. I'll catch an hour. Or just do a lot of math. Just math. Oh, I thought you said math. Yeah, no. Just stay up doing math. Just like, do math. Just sit up, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I'm cosplay s- Breaking Bad the whole weekend and be like, I'm just really in character. I really want to cosplay. But I don't know what I would cosplay as. That's the thing. I was talking to someone about it today. I think... I was actually talking to my mom about it. It was... 
this gloomy bear kigurumi means a lot to me. And I was like, Mom, you can appreciate the fact. Because a lot of my friends will wear, like, crazy costumes. And, you know, everyone wears kigurumis and stuff like that now. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. And they go out and, they ha- and they, they're at parties or conventions. I will wear, you, like, there's no do reason. Do you wear clothes underneath it? I'm wearing underwear only. What ooh, do people usually wear clothes underneath it? Or? Not really. They're pretty hot. Huh. Um, they're just like pajamas. Yeah. Um, but basically the thing is, I've been wearing this by myself in my apartment for the last four hours. For, like, it's not for anyone but me. It's comfortable. It's not, that, it's not that it's comfortable. It's it's the equivalent to a little kid putting on a Superman cape and feeling invincible. For some reason, when I'm in a onesie or like an animal costume, maybe I'm a fucking furry and I don't even realize it. Oh my god, what if you are? I just don't want to have sex with anyone though. Um, Unless they're no anyone in general. I'm a monk, but uh, this for some reason I feel really fucking great wearing this. Like I put the bear hat on and I just feel I I feel like a bear. I'm a little gloomy bear, and I'm sitting in my apartment. I eat Chinese food. I just feel I feel like a five year old kid, and I love it. Like that's all I want in life is to is to feel completely free, and you know what I mean. And like a child. Yeah, absolutely. So I I really dig it. So I had a good time at Anime Expo. Um, just a ton of people. I hurt my finger. I hurt my foot. <laughs> all kinds of stuff happened. Um, and then yeah, I'm just getting ready for Comic Con now. But but in between, I'm going to a cool thing. Have you been to Labyrinth of Jareth? No, I was supposed to go last year. I'm going to a thing called Labyrinth of Jareth tomorrow night, which, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, so is a is an annual like masquerade ball they have in downtown LA, and it's like formal wear only. You have to wear, you a, have mask. To wear a mask. They'll yeah. turn you away at the door if you don't. And, and you know more about it than I do. So yeah, my explain it. go every year for like the past twenty years. Explain it a little. Um, it's it's a costume masquerade ball. So it's a lot of people that are involved in the Burning Man community too, actually. Um, and and because I don't know those people, my end of it is a lot of cosplayers. Yeah, all my yeah, well, cosplay they, friends. And I've noticed that they've been getting into it even more. But before it used to be like a little more on the fringe. Now it's very nerdy. It's a big yeah, nerd because event. now you realize, oh, this is something else we can dress up like. Crazy. Well, it's like geek prom, and it's the week before Comic Con, so you get to see everybody and it's chat about fun. plans. You know what I mean? Everyone's in a mask. Like, yeah. no, it's a lot of fun, and you can go all out with like prosthetic makeup. Like people go all out and make some amazing costumes. And the theme. I will of- not be going all out. I will be buying yeah. my costume tomorrow, five hours before the event. Oh man! Well, you have to. It, it, the thing is, it's one of those things. If you do do that and you don't go all out, you're kind of the odd person out because most people go all out. But well, I don't want to give away. You know what? This podcast won't air till after anyway. Uh. I'm wearing that fucking amazing rat mask I bought at the Ren Fair, oh, so yeah. nothing else about my costume matters because that mask is like movie quality insane. Okay, but when you see people, a lot of people do prosthetics and makeup, and that's what like I don't want to do that. I'm dressing yeah. as a gentleman rat. I'm wearing a tuxedo with tails and a top hat, and I'm, I'm dressing in a tuxedo, and I have a rat mask on. So I'm like a very... You should do like black underneath it, though, so in the mask it looks dark. I'm a very classy rat. So I look like an actual rat? Yeah, you know, like, so it looks like you're a little more into it. Right on. I don't, eh, I don't care. But mm. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. I think it'll be fun. It'll be no, different. It'll be really awesome. Um, and then just a fucking week till Comic-Con, which I'm petrified of terrified i know it's been building up to this whole year i I was so sick afterward for like two weeks like that's my one that's my one fear of comic-con it's not the workload it's not being busy it is i'm afraid of the toll it's going to take on my body and specifically my feet (laughs) today i was like i remember last year today i was like oh fuck it like i wore stupid fucking my leopard print shoes today they're like little keds almost or like sketchers and i was like man I need to wear proper shoes if I'm going to be on my feet all day long. So at Comic-Con, I'm going like, 
cop-out shoes, which I still have from when I worked on that movie, which are, like, the most orthopedically, like, scientifically designed. You know what I mean? They're, like, Merrells with gel inserts and, like, special socks I have. Like, I got to be careful, man. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting old. I know. We're, it's funny when we're getting to that point. I, I, I'm not even joking. Like, I, I, I'm 100% an old person now. Oh, I, my knees kill me at the gym every day. Dude, even, like, getting up, I go, like, I can hear myself groaning <laughs> and shit. And I still work out, and I'm... You get up and go, uh. <laughs> uh, Yeah, uh, that I have to good. get up. Yeah. Sucks. Um, and, dude, it, it, the, it, the scar, like, if you touch me with something sharp, I will scar forever now. Yeah. Like, everything that I've ever, like, hurt my... Like, all, remember, uh... Misty was over one day, and I, I screamed. I just came out of the shower. I accidentally bumped my head on the shower door. Oh, my God. And you're like, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. I have a permanent scar on my fucking far, bald it's not forehead. As big as you thought it was no, be but there is a scar on my forehead. Oh, well, yeah. You busted it open. Damn it. You don't put any lotion or oils on your skin either, though. We're so, we're so fragile, us, I us mean, human I put, vessels. I put almond oil on my skin every day, and I wear 50 or more SPF every day. I don't wear suntan lotion because I'm Semitic. Doesn't matter. I don't burn. It's not a matter of burning the skin, like the skin damage you get from the sun. Either way, whether you burn or not, just being exposed to the sun does age you quicker. I'm like Superman, dude. I need, I need, okay. I, I get my powers from Earth's red sun. Okay, it's not even red, but they call it that in the comics. So I was just like, all right, whatever. Nah. Uh, I think they. Am I thinking of Superman Red Sun, which is the Russian what if? Guys, write me. Write me in. <laughs> Matt Cohen, care of Walt Disney Pictures, Buena Vista. Uh, <laughs> Do you remember when you were a kid? Every show would end with um, like Burbank, California. Yep. And I thought Burbank. I was like, Burbank must be amazing. And then I moved here, and I, every time I drive through Burbank, I'm like, where the fuck are all these shows? <laughs> like every show ever was in Burbank. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Still, a lot of things are. That's the Val, man. Yeah, but it's like Glendale. It's not as bad. It's really pretty. It's very suburban and nice. If you folks have never been to California, um, the way Los Angeles is situated is there is Hollywood and Santa Monica and you know the entire coastline, if you will. And uh, directly to the east of the coastline is a is a ridge of hills, which are the Hollywood Hills. And then as soon as you get over that, you're in the valley. And that's it's like the an entirely different valley. thing. It's not Los Angeles anymore. It's got its own... It is Los Angeles. Burbank isn't, excuse me. Burbank, no, Burbank is, is not. But the valley, the San Fernando Valley... Is the rest is Los, is Los Angeles. Concerned. It's just, oh, I thought all yeah. of them were not. No, they're part of Los Angeles. But it's the equivalent of like living in Manhattan and going to Brooklyn. It's just, it's like... Yeah. Going over the hill is kind of a big deal for people. It's strange. Um... So that's where all that's where all those TV shows were growing up, dude. I passed the weirdest TV shows. Like I've now lived in LA for, I think almost seven years, um, and I'm just I'm so you become so used to and and, you're, and like used to it. But the other day I was driving by, I guess the set of Let's Make a Deal, and they were just letting people in, and there were like nine hundred crazy people in. What's that? No, Price is Right. Oh yeah, where they all wear the costumes. I saw them as they were loading in, and they were, like, screaming, and they were all in fucking... I love Drew t-shirts or Wayne Brady or whoever fucking hosts it currently. Mm-hmm. It's just so, it's it's just so weird, Perry. dude. Leaving Anime Expo today, I was on the phone with my friend, and I was like, if you were just driving through downtown L.A. right now, and you, like, stopped this intersection, you'd see, like, zombies with blood and, like, weird robots, and, like, you would have no fucking idea what was going on. And then the light would turn green, and you would drive away and, like, imagine if, as if it was a dream. I like to think. 
Like, I'd like to think there are people genuinely, like, their worldviews are shooken, shaken, whatever, by, like, driving by, like, Comic-Cons and anime things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's just, if you're not used to seeing cosplay, They're like, it's, oh, that's what I saw on TV about L.A. Crazy if you're not used to seeing cosplay, it's the craziest thing ever. Like, people go all the fuck out, man. Have you ever cosplayed? Yes. That's a circular conversation. At a con? Yeah. What, what do you what cosplay as? Um, not last year, but the year before, I did my Harley Quinn outfit. At Comic-Con? Oh, uh, yeah, it was a very uncomfortable choice. That's pretty much when I decided I was never going to go all out and wear uncomfortable outfits and walk all day again. Yeah, that's why I'm not going all out for Labyrinth. Uh, like, all out Oh, well, sucks. yeah, but you don't have to, uh, le- walking at Labyrinth, it's not an actual Labyrinth, you know that, right? What? I'm not killing a Minotaur tomorrow night? Mic drop. Get the fuck out of here. I know. It's a fucking dance, dude. Yeah. I was well aware. Okay. I just don't want to go all out for something. Oh, man. Unless it's, like, on camera. I would go all out for that. <laughs> um, why aren't you coming, dude? Well, uh, I have to work now. You want to talk about your new job? Do we? Do you? I asked you. Not particularly. Okay, Miss, you got a new job. That's it. You don't fucking need to know. I work on the beach in Venice. You don't need to know. She's a juggler. I wish. Do you wish you were a juggler? Yeah, I sometimes I kind of wish I could juggle. There no, when I because oh, I work at this little store down there, and now um, when I see all the street performers, I'm like, man, they actually can do some pretty cool shit. Are you going to become <laughs> friends with them all? I, Just no. by nature of like working, but you do by start them? to recognize the people who are there every day. Like, there's that one African American gentleman with like the boomboxes tied to his bike, who's like yes. super famous down there. Yeah, and there's another one in rollerblades who plays yes. the guitar. Yeah, with, like, totally. Long threads. And, and it's connected to like an amp uh-huh. on his backpack. I've seen He's that guy there every day too. And then there's just like a different homeless person that comes by and says, "Is there crazy that fucking things? lady who makes the leave art?" Uh, I don't know. I when I went to Venice Beach for the first time, I was like really impressed by a lot of it. And then one of the artist stalls was a lady took palm fronds and like sculpted them into things. But I was like, yo, she's getting this shit for free. Don't give her money. Like, well, that's crazy. The, um, the left side, the side that's on the ocean. It's a fucking racket. That's... Think about it. You have no cost. Well, okay. The side that's on the ocean is the free first come to first serve. The other side, like where the restaurants and stuff is like... You have to rent a space, and the rule they were telling me to have a free side is that they've changed it now. You can't sell anything that's dual purpose, or you can't have a free spot. So it has to be like just paintings or art. So they're trying to get rid of jewelry on that side and like um, stuff like that. But it is really interesting because it is so like there is a lot of culture down there and a lot of tourists. I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty interesting. Can we talk about something that's been going through my head a lot lately. Sure. That I've been having this com- mini conversation with people. I drove by a, a billboard for sh- the new Shield television program. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with it? Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What the fuck?" It really hit me. I was like, "Look, man, it took 50 years to get a Spider-Man movie, and there are like four now in the course of like 10 years." And I was like, "All I wanted was a, as a kid." was for other people to acknowledge that the shit I loved was cool. There's a fucking S.H.I.E.L.D. television show coming out on ABC. Three years ago, I wouldn't even think that America know what S.H.I.E.L.D. was. You know what I mean? It's just so fucking crazy that everything I loved as a kid is so mainstream now. Mm -hmm. Like, you couldn't dream of an X-Men movie as a kid. S.H.I.E.L.D.? Guardians of the fucking galaxy, Ant-Man, like, it's a dream come true, dude. It's it's so crazy, and most of the movies are really fucking good, luckily, if, at least if they're Marvel films. Um, uh, Sorry, DC. I didn't see Man of Steel yet. 
Oh, I know. I want to see it really, really So hard. I'm holding out judgment. I've heard that... I've heard... I've heard only horrible things. See, I've heard 98% of people said it was really good, but the people who didn't like it really didn't like it. Yeah. We have been rolling different circles then because everyone I know hates it. Yeah, but everyone you know hates everything. Yeah, they're the best. They're the best. Team cynical. Um, I haven't seen Man of Steel yet. Like, that's the other thing. I don't know if we want to have that convo, but while we're while the geeks are inheriting the earth, we're not doing a great job with summer movies, especially this year, because I've seen nothing that's really impressed me yet. I liked World War Z. I was surprised. Uh, I I was surprised. It wasn't as bad as everyone said it was going to yeah, be or no, thought it was, was going to be. It wasn't as bad as I thought. But it was just a pretty bland movie. I don't need a PG-13 zombie movie. That's how I felt. As soon as I went in, I was like, oh, it's PG-13. Um, and I get why it was PG-13, because it didn't show like guts getting rumped out or any like headshots. But the zombies still did look really cool. And it was more about suspense than it was the zombie makeup, and it did pretty well with that. See, to so me, it was more of a procedural. It was like Contagion, or uh, it, 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 was an, it was a very, like it was- I liked it Contagion. Was too, you, did you? I did. Uh, I don't. I, I like certain procedure. Do you know the term procedural? Like, uh, yeah, I know the term. Like SVU is a procedural. Yes, I know what the, you're talking about. The movie JFK is one of my favorite movies. That's that's that is a procedural. That is mm-hmm. this thing happened. Here's what happened after in chronological yeah. order. World War Z and Contagion. I don't know. They just it it feels strange when they try outbreak. I, I think. loved outbreak. Outbreak is the best uh, pandemic movie that I can oh, think of. So good. You were fucking terrified. Yeah, absolutely. Contagion it was just people talking in rooms. World War Z was just people talking in rooms, and then there would be like the locust zombies, which weren't really that cool in my opinion. The slow ones, when they like showed the ones that were just sitting there up close and not like the crazy hordes against walls, they were pretty good looking. Also, folks, and again, if you, if you, I want to, we're back with this podcast. I don't want to do a fucking spiel again, but hi. Uh, and we're going to start, I want to start hearing feedback from you guys a lot because we're going to start talking about just you know stuff that we dig and i'm sure stuff that you guys dig too so like if you ever if if you disagree with us if you have a thought you can email me mad at smodcast.com tweet us um don't email me because i don't give a crap she don't give a shit (laughs) but uh but like here might be a controversial statement and i would love to hear your feelings on it folks i know misty shouldn't have got fired i I, agree (laughs) (laughs) i actually think she should have gotten fired i don't but not for the reason she got fired i think she should have gotten fired for fucking Perpetuating the obesity and uh, yeah, let's punish her for deep fried butter because that's really harming more people than somewhere. One hundred percent. Yeah, like <laughs> her her recipes are irresponsible. I agree with <laughs> a- Anthony Bourdain wrote an essay about it years ago where he railed on her, and I one hundred percent agree. She's like horrible. Like none of her to, like, food has any health. nutritional value whatsoever. She makes garbage, and she's like, but it's homespun, y'all. Just like Mama used to make. I uh, like, know, but see, that's why I'm Mama's seven hundred pounds. Yeah, but I'm from the south, so that should she makes them like fuck. I know exactly uh, what that tastes like, and that is nauseous. so good. Um, here's here's the controversial statement: scalloped potatoes. And and we've we've kind of skir- skirted around this before, but zombies are not my thing. I like certain zombie properties. Not where I thought that was going. <laughs> Uh, really? Where do you think I was I don't know. You're just like, you're like getting really serious. I am very then, serious. Cause I'm I was about like, to, let me tell you, I'm getting really, I'm rude. about to say, I don't no, like something talk. that people really real like. Talk, we are doing real, real talk. talk. Ready? Feelings. I like certain zombie properties. Uh, 28 Days Later is fantastic. I like some of the early Romero films. I like, uh, the original Night of the Living Dead, the black and white one. Um, I don't care for, I, I, I don't love, I love World War Z. Uh, the book, at least. You don't like Walking Dead. I don't like Walking Dead, and I don't like 
warm bodies, and I don't like any... It's the same thing with vampires right now. I love vampires, but give me a fucking good vampire. You Twilight? I, I have no feelings on Twilight, because I haven't seen it. It's like, there are your posters on your wall would say otherwise. You're claiming I have Twilight posters on my wall? I don't... Hey, lady, there ain't anything. no fucking posters on my wall. I'm a grown-up. There's artwork on my walls. Okay. They're all framed. They're all limited edition prints and or paintings. Well, I guess we know that you're Team Edward. Nary a poster here. No, what I'm trying to say is I I feel like there's a culture right now where it's like vampires, zombies. Yeah, fucking bring it. Maybe not vampires right now because it's now it's zombies and then it's gonna... true because True Blood made it vampires for a while. Like Vampire Diaries sprung up and all these things. Now it's more into zombies. No, but, but even zombies is over now. It's going down, yeah. And now the new one is witchcraft and magic. It is all these teen young adult novels. Like Supernatural. Uh, no, like, um, in the Twilighty sense, but if you look at the slate of big, big films coming out, I'll never remember the name. There's a new, there's a f- start of a trilogy coming out in August, which is like t- young adult teen romance, but with witches instead. And there's like, if you look at how television's turning, there's a, there's two Maleficent movies coming out with Angelina Jolie in one of them. Like everyone's going back to witches mm-hmm. and like magic right now is the new thing. Magic. No, because there's new that Merlin show now. Magic is in right now. Magic, but like Harry Potter is so cool. But like sexy magic. Ooh, I have some of that. Um, where? I don't know. Did you bring it next time? I want to see it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I just feel like so. So, me not liking. uh, Look, and I don't hate Walking Dead. I certainly don't hate it. I, I like a lot of the comics, and I like a lot of the show. But it's just not. I don't love zombies. They're not like when you just yeah. said the slow zombies in world. This this entire fucking train of thought came from you saying the slow zombies in World War Z. Mm-hmm. And my brain going like, ugh, who gives a fuck about the actual zombies? People. I know it's just what not it's do? just not me. That's what I, that's what that's why that whole thought process came about. Yeah. I was I realized in that moment like, oh, the actual zombies themselves aren't what do it for me in the well, particular you movies. You don't care. Just like the actual vampires themselves aren't what do it. It's the personalities of the vampires. I think. I was so sad there was no Lestat there last night. Why would there have been? A- yeah, there was no Lestat. It was there a Tom was Cruise no party. Uh, what did you dress as? A uh, girl who rode her bike six miles. Oh, okay. I dressed as, you could dress as Tom Cruise. If you were a gal, you could dress as a gal from a Tom Cruise movie. Uh, if you wanted to cop out, you could wear red, white, and blue. Or the theme was sidekick. You could dress as a Tom Cruise sidekick. So I dressed as little Ronnie Hubbard. Uh, I was. I about, liked how every girl was risky business. I, yeah, by the way. I, <laughs> so I basically wore just red, white, and blue shit, but then I wore a sailor's cap. And when people asked me what I was, <laughs> I was Ronnie Hubbard on shore leave. And I go, mm-hmm. you know, not really sure. Does this sound good? Scientology? Science? Scientology? How does that sound? Like, I'm just kind of working this stuff out in my head right now. And then my friend Matt Bennett did a bit for me. He did it a few times. I asked him before the party where if I was in a group of conversation with people, he would just walk up and out of nowhere and interrupt me and go, oh, why don't you go write a book about it? And I would go, wait a minute, and walk off. We had a whole thing going, Misty. People, I know. I, people saw, loved I it. saw him out last night. People loved it. Um, I missed your act, though. You, you just got it right now. Oh. I just gave you the, 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 Cliffs, the Cliffs Notes. Do you ever oh. read that? Do you ever do a Cliff Notes? I did Spark Notes. I did not because I was always a good reader, but I, I always was curious what they were like. Sometimes you just ran out of time. 
Nah, yeah. I got nothing. Oh, well, people time. who did their homework and I stuff. Got, I got nothing but time. I did not do my homework. Yeah. No, people who did their homework. While I was a voracious reader my entire life, I would never read the books they yeah, would so ask Cliff me to Notes read in and school. Spark Notes would go over different things and just, it's not a matter of just reading the book. Like, I would read the book and sometimes go over it because it would make sure you got the specific concept for tests. Oh, right on. So it was like the boy, it's like books for dummies, basically. No, it's just like what, you know how like when you're in school, it's like especially high school, you don't really get to come up with like what your perspective of stuff was and it be correct. You still have an answer that you have to give them that they expect it to be. Do you know what books for dummies are? No. DVDs. <laughs> right? That was a good one. Yeah, it's okay. Um, What else is going on, man? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm just sitting here going... Do I really want to go to the gym after this, or do I want to go play Last of Us? <laughs> you probably want to go play Last of Us. I have been dying. I wish it would have came yesterday. I would have never gone to any party It's yesterday. really good. It's a good game. And look, I but know, I I know we get, I know we get into fights a lot about the whole video game thing. But, you know, is it something I will love? Uh, I think you will. I don't know. Honestly, Misty, and this is, this is, I don't know what your taste in video games is. RPGs. Oh, it's not an RPG. I know it's an RPG, but like I said. But you don't like RPGs like I like RPGs. You like JRPGs. Which is a real RPG. Okay, whatever. You, you don't, you're not even into video games as much. So no, like, but even... I'm saying like Borderlands and like Half-Life. Uh, Those Fallout, are not RPGs. Fallout. Fallout is an RPG. Is Borderlands not an RPG? Not really, no. Oh. It's an action adventure more. But, but isn't there all like upgrading of weapons and like modding your character? Well, so is there in Bioshock, but Bioshock's considered a first-person shooter. Why is Bioshock considered a first-person shooter and Half-Life, uh, not Half-Life, why do I keep saying that? Fallout and Skyrim not. Uh, Why are those Fallout and Skyrim your action RPGs? Because you can't modify your character. In which one? Uh, Borderlands. I wasn't talking about Borderlands. What? what are you talking about? And and so in Fallout and Skyrim, you can modify your character, your outfit, what attributes you want to focus Absolutely, on. Absolutely, but you. But can... in like way more detailed, Bioshock is not that because you get those those upgrades at a specific point in the game no matter what you can't it's linear you can't like have two different places to go and have a sandbox that's open you have a linear game so at certain specific prescribed points in the game you're available to these upgrades that's a, i feel like that's a real loose definition of a role playing game cuz in like sims would be a role playing game as opposed to a simulation and do you know what i'm talking about i know what you're saying I, I just, like, the only way, and I'm not fighting about it, but the way I heard the term first was for, like, Secret of Mana and Final Fantasy yeah. 3 oh. and shit. I got, you haven't seen my portal tattoo. Mm-hmm. You showed me last night. Oh. You don't remember. I was drinking scotch. I was not. I was just, I was just enjoying the fourth. It was just very patriotic. I, I was just very patriotic the whole night. That's did all I, I can you say. Got you did tell me that. I don't, I can't get sunburnt. Did you know that I had sunburnt? Yeah. Was that an accident? It was an accident. Oh, an accident. You got sunburned? Well, how, how do you accidentally get sunburned? I put sunscreen on and it started to wear off because I'm the palest person that exists. Yeah, you are pretty fucking pale. That I would got s- the ocean. It would be weird to be pale. This was with 50 SPF on. That's like, that's a, that is a, that is a, um, what's the right word for this? Like a plight I never even consider. The fact that the sun could hurt me. The fact that the sun hurts other people and not me. Like that is such, I mean, I, I guess I lucked out. In that excuse me, in that sense, you know what I mean? The less you're in the sun, you have an extra concern in life that I don't have. Yeah, but the less amount of the sun, the better my skin will be, and the less I will age. No, I know that, but your ability to get burnt is a lot higher than mine. Oh, well. (laughs) I'm just trying to say I'm genetically more pure. 
Um, mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> you were not coming to Comic Con this year, right? I guess not. Why'd you say it like that? Well, I don't know. Do you have I mean, any reason to go, like work-wise or anything? Uh, the reality show people want me to go. The what show? Yeah, you have to. Oh, I do. Yeah, of course. Uh, That's well, how they're, podcasts they're fil- work. They're filming a sizzle on a possible reality show of me and like four other girls. One of them being uh, Regina, who started Kamikaze, Jenna Bush, Adriana Curry. Who's Jenna Bush. Uh, she works for Stanley. She was, she runs Manhattan. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Adrian Curry from yeah. uh, Top Model. And then Blair Butler. Blair Butler from Attack of the Show. Yeah. Okay, cool. You guys are filming a reality show? They're filming a sizzle. They're trying to get a reality show picked up. Oh, that's super it. cool. And they want me to go Comic-Con because everyone's going to be at Comic-Con. And they followed me around D3. But, you know, I did, if uh, something they send me for work, it's hard to justify the expenses. So. No, yeah, yeah. Or the time off. Do you like Comic-Con? E3's what I care E3's about more. E3's your thing because you're I would much rather games. go to PAX and PAX Prime, PAX Australia. That's from a fucking, Comic-Con. that's from a webcomic, right? Huh. Pax. Penny Arcade Expo. Penny uh-huh. Arcade was a webcomic. I just found mm-hmm. that out recently. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Like two of the biggest conventions in the world are Forever from a ago. fucking webcomic that I've never heard of? Yeah. That's crazy. And then I think those fucking cat ear things are from the comic too. <laughs> those moving cat ears. Oh, yeah. Oh, things are so that cute. like anime cons. Like, yeah. I guess that's that a like huge, read your brainwaves now? I guess it's a huge comic I don't know about. Did you read it? Yeah. Is it funny? Yeah. Do you ever read like the oatmeal? No, I don't know what that is. Oh, man, there's a bunch of little cute webcomics. I've never read a webcomic in They're my like life. They're like little sites that like update like a four-window no, strip like it's a good comic every strip. day. I've, just, I've never read a webcomic before. They're fun. i got a lot to read. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'll, I will talk about? It's a good segue, uh, especially in a show called Bagged and Boarded. I started mm-hmm. reading comics again. Look at you. Like American comics. Like what? Um... Someone, a bunch of people recommended the uh, Mad Fraction Hawkeye run, which is like, I guess, 14 issues in, which I agree is fucking incredible. Like, that book single-handedly was like, okay, yeah, I forgot that there are good fucking comic books. It is genius. You would fucking love it, Misty. It's basically, stop doing that. Why? Why are you doing that? I don't know. Oh, okay. You're just distracting me. She, while we're hey, sitting here, hey, hey. she's like ripping up the label off the bottle she's drinking. and You know you're going to get like 50 million responses. Dropping all the pieces of paper on my fucking carpet. I dropped one piece. Oh um, my God, go fuck yourself. Now? I'm doing a podcast. You're going to say that and then you're going to get a really bunch of funny comments when people ask what I was staring apart. Oh. Beer bottle. Beer bottle label. Yeah. Uh, so Don't you know what that classically means? You're sexually frustrated. I think so. Yeah, that's That and chewing on ice. That's what I was told when I was younger. Yes. Um, Me. anyway, uh, so what I was saying is, no. what are you making weird cat noises for? I'm trying to be secret. Um, you're a weirdo. Just write it down on a note or something. Have you, don't you, have you ever seen fucking radio days no. or good morning Vietnam or private parts or the Fisher thoughts? King? We've grown apart. Um, no, you don't even care about, oh, I forgot your present. You fucking. All right, guys, that's been Beg to Border for this week. Last um, episode with Misty. <laughs> last episode ever. Uh, actually, that's a weird segue to make, but uh, <laughs> just it? a note in general. No, uh, our schedules are getting too fucking crazy, and that's part of the reason that like we tried to do this episode like five times before it worked out. Pretty much. So due to that, Misty is my co-host and will always be on the bulk of the shows, but I'm going to start Suck recording else. separate episodes with just and random. We're going to start getting a few mistresses. Yeah, exactly. We're going to bring some hoes into the picture. Okay, I understand. Um, yeah, prove them first. All right, cool. Do you really have to? Yeah. Oh, 
If you're getting new concubines, wait a minute, no, you don't. You're getting my show. You're getting concubines. I get approval. Um. So so some episodes Misty will be here, some she won't. But it's just a fucking love fest in general, guys. It don't matter. Hey, we're all the same color in the dark, right? Neon green. Weirdly enough. Um. What was I just talking about? I don't know. Before you so rudely interrupted me. Stop making weird cat noises. You're you're on a podcast. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I feel like we're what? We're, how many episodes have we done together? Like fucking twenty, probably. Hundred. No, we haven't 20, done that. Probably like fifteen, between fifteen At and twenty. At least fifteen million. I feel like I should. <laughs> I feel like we have to sit down and give you podcast one on one every once in a while. Oh well, I never had that course to begin with. So okay, here's a big thing. While a podcast or a good podcast, in my opinion, should be conversational. You have to. We have to also always keep in mind that the conver- where there's a third person in this conversation, and it's the audience. Okay. So when you drop like the reality show, the reason you had to explain it is third person in the conversation didn't know what the fuck you were talking I about. I was leave some mystery, Boom! Mystery Podcast there. rules. Yo, I'm available for like tutoring, I guess, or whatever, or consulting. If you have a podcast and like want to pay me, or if you want to apply to be a podcast mistress, male or female can apply. No, no, that's I don't I don't take open application for that shit. I search them out. Oh, it's like, like on Craigslist? looking for them Dragon Balls. No, just like out of people I know in real life. Like no, no, no. I, like Sean T. Pascal, who's been on the like show Yahoo a bunch. Personals? Max Landis will come a, a bunch of times. You know Matt Bennett. Uh, I want to have Jeff Katz back on the show. I want to do. I want to do an episode with Brendo. It's just. I, um, Basically, you want a divorce, but you just I just want set. dudes. You just want to get set. I just want dudes. So many dudes on this show is what I want. No more ew girls. That's how I feel. Blech. Blech, I say. Um, I really wish I remembered what we were talking about right before this. Mm. But well, I guess we'll just we'll just tell move me on. how awful I was. We'll just move on. That's what you're doing. Um, do you want to talk about True Blood? Because we haven't yet. Um, well, I expected a giant pile of crap with really hot people, and uh, I got a giant pile of crap with really hot people. Are you happy with that? My expectations are like so low now with True Blood. It's like. They can't possibly disappoint me anymore unless they. Oh just, no! The, 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 unless they kill Eric. They go out, They're which, going out of their way to do that, which I've heard is a possibility. Um, if they kill Eric, I'll just stop is this watching. This not the last season. It hasn't gotten renewed for another season yet. Ugh. But you know they're not gonna. They didn't write it thinking they're not gonna renew. Look, I, here's the best part about fucking this. Go back like two years ago. True Blood was my. Maybe it was like three years ago. Smodcastle era. Three. Three years ago. Smod era, True Blood was my favorite show. I had like people from True Blood. I still, I, I love the cast members who were on the show. They're, they're great guys, and Dave Klein shoot for the show. But just, man, it's become like, look, before I say anything bad about True Blood, I'll never stop watching it, which is what everyone, every yep. discussion I have about True yep, Blood this no, season, I'll never stop. with everyone is like, oh yeah, it's the worst show on TV, but I love it. I know. It's something in the water, man. I don't fucking oh, know what it is. It's so sexually charged. That's not what I dig about it. It's, it's like, well, I know, but it's not like, it's not even overt, like what you notice, and, and there is overt as well. But it's, it is a soap opera um, with things that, you know, you have to learn their behavioral patterns and things like that. Like the werewolves, and like, oh, you're mad at Elsie for acting this way, but, you know, we don't know what it's like to be a werewolf. But, oh, you know, then, <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Oh, we can't God. relate to them, yo. We, I know, but we're trying We're to. humans. I know, but we're trying to understand it. Werewolves and vampires like and shifters. Like how we'll never understand while, uh, what's her face, 
um, will stay with Bill. It's because you know he's her maker, and we don't understand that relationship. That's all they keep saying. Yeah, dude, it's like a captor relationship. It's, it's like, like Days of Our Lives with vampires. It's like Dark Shadows, except better. Yeah, but I feel like Days of Our not Lives really was better, better CGI. Mm. When you, spo- you're not. I've never seen it. Oh, Spoiler alert: When fucking in the last episode, uh, the sweet fire. Maybe it was two episodes again. Then excuse me. Bill walks out of the fire. No, it was when Bill drank a lady from across the room, <laughs> and it looked like it was from like fucking Beetlejuice or something. It did. It, it was looked really, so bad. It was so ridiculous. It was that was the craziest moment in that show's history. Uh, and that's the show that where a guy was having sex with a lady and then snapped her head backwards and continued to have sex with her. That got topped. He's really into snapping ladies necks back because he did it to the lady too. That got topped by Bill fucking mosquitoing. <laughs> no, wait, no, not Bill. Billeth. By I like that's the one smart thing about True Blood. They said Billeth on the show. Like they they know what the fans they They're get listening. it. They yeah. get it. Even though Alan Ball left, whoever the showrunner well, is, he's now. still part. Like he's still part of the show though. No. Okay. His name is on it because he created it, but uh. he has nothing to do with the show. Oh. Um. Uh, the new showrunner was just, I guess, a producer or a writer. And uh, while obviously, like, immediately it's lacking in quality, not saying the last Allen Ball season was so great, they still get the joke, luckily. Yeah. There's still some, some outlandishly fun moments and stuff like that. Yeah. They put stuff in there for us. Um, There's some, there's been some really great TV coming out, though, with all the the new shows are starting to come out now, at least the summer slate. Are you talking about the oh, summer ones? Okay. Under the Dome. I haven't seen that. Oh, it's fucking... Based on the Stephen King novel. It's like three episodes in. You don't know about this? Mm -mm. You don't know what Under the Dome is? Mm -mm. Under the Dome is a show about a town where suddenly one day a impenetrable dome goes over it, like 30,000 square... Like the Simpsons movie. Yeah. No. (laughs) He he wrote it. That's what everyone says. (laughs) Yes, like the Simpsons movie. Exactly the Simpsons movie. With a lot more death, but like... Other motorcycles ride up the domes. Um, no, but there are like mm. birds crashing into it and like cows getting sliced in half when it comes down. Yeah, it's super fucking cool. And it's a really good show. And the guy from Breaking Bad who played Hank is the main, um, oh. one of the main characters. It's good. That, and there's a weird show I watched the pilot of, which I'd never even heard of, but like I'm kind of hooked. It's called Siberia. Have you heard of it? Mm-mm. What channel are these on? Uh, Under the Dome is on. NBC and Siberia is oh, on why. CBS. I never watch those channels. The main major networks? Mm-hmm. Oh. I never watch them. I have HBO Go and Netflix. Oh, you don't have TV? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Hulu, I watch the shit. Yeah, on. and I have Hulu too. And I yeah, just but don't. All this stuff I, on Hulu. I've, tr- like, I've never gotten a network shows because we always had cable in my house growing up. So I always watched like, Nickelodeon and stuff like that. Yeah, but. And so when I sit down and finally watch Lost, I was so disappointed. <laughs> That I was like, I never watched a network television show and I will never do it again. And then The Office burned me. That was the only time I used to like it. And then The Office started sucking so bad. You're, you're a strange person. Um, Why am I strange? I don't know, dude. Like, network television, A, a when I was a kid, like, there really was no cable that much. Like, there, were, there was basic we had, Well, cable. actually, before we had cable, we had one of those giant satellites in our yard. No, I'm saying there was always cable, but your choices, there were still only, like, 60 channels, maybe. Still 40, than, like, 40 channels. What? No. My mom always had, like, the extended package. We always had, like, Cinemax and Showtime. And yeah, everything. yeah, me too. But, like, there still weren't that many. I guess I was more into, like, watching movies, and that's why I liked those um, channels' shows, because their, cha- their shows were more, like, movie-like each episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, they weren't even doing original. Oh, you're younger than me, so they weren't doing original. I am, like, less than a year younger than you. No, you're, like, almost three years younger than me. No, I'm not. How old are you? 27. 
Oh, are you? You do that every time. You're like, you're 25. I'm, like, I'm not turn, 25. When did you turn 27? The, February. Everyone's always the age I, they are when I met them forever in my mind. Oh, yeah. I guess I was right. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> like, I'm just bad at math, man. It's easier for me not to have to do addition. Good. I like that I'm never aging. I'm 25. You're right. Um, You're like a, you're like a vampire. Uh, Under the Dome is great. So there's a show called Siberia. Excuse me. I got way off track on that. It is basically Survivor. It's Survivor. In- Siberia? Yes, 100%. Like, they drop off a group of, like, reality show... Re- oh, it's a reality show? Listen, follow me on this one. They uh, they drop off a show of reality show contestants, and it's, like, the hot chick and the normal, like, reality show the bullshit. But they're, like... Um, there are no... There's no crew on this show. It's, like, really weird stipulations. It's, like, there's no crew, and there's no, like... The only way you can get in touch with us is by walking through that, like gate and pressing that button but if you do that you can get hell left off the island but you're off the show immediately so like they're kind of on their own like there's no food drops is this a real reality show or is this like a written show aha wait so the first episode goes and like they're all like you know trying to find water and like one guy's being a dick and lazy and one chick's not doing anything and like one guy is a great leader and it's you know two people get kicked off for failing a reality like a race um and then at like the 45 minute mark of the first episode you hear like a scream and a commotion and one of the cameramen comes running up and he's like gushing blood from his forehead and everyone starts to freak the fuck out. And then like one of the producers, like the host of the show comes out and he's like, I've got bad news. Like Jerry or whatever the contestant's name was, who was going to get water that the cameraman was with. He's like, he's dead. He's like, so I'm going to tell you all now, like, you have an option to leave the show right now. We'll hella lift you off. Like, you know, we'll give you... We'll, we'll... <laughs> it's so funny just hearing you say, hella lift you off. It's Ooh, a, hella get it's you a off fake this... horror reality show. Okay. But shot exactly like a reality show. Hmm. Pretty fucking cool, right? Execution-wise, it was fantastic. Because if you didn't know what you were turning into and you just turned you on the show, show, you would think you're watching a reality show and at a certain point people started dying. Like, it's so fucking... I'm surprised out of all reality shows, no one's died. Uh, no, there have been injury. Like the, yeah, I but guess no one's, like, died. The famous one is that guy... You know what? People might have died, actually. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, the f- most famous incident was the coast of cheaters getting stabbed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is awesome. Which was, like, every time I watched that, I was like, if this is real, somebody's gonna get hurt eventually. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that guy got stabbed. Um, and, like, people in Survivor have gotten injured before. Like, there was when I used to watch it, that guy, like, burnt his fucking hand off in the fire, and you saw, like, it was melting flesh. It was horrible. I didn't see that. Um, that was, like, third season, I think, or second I never season. Got it was Australia, that. I believe. Um, so, dude, no, Siberia is a cool fucking show. And then there's, like, I wish they just rolled out all the shitty bad shows already that are going to last, like, six episodes. The like, ones in the fall? Like, Sleepy Hollow and fucking the Dracula adaptation. And, like, there's so many dumb shows coming out. The Alice in Wonderland spinoff from Once Upon a Time. Like, Once Upon a Time is the worst show on TV. Don't spin it off into another fucking one. When you told me to watch it, I was like... First season's great. I hated it. First season was great. You watched it? Yeah, I hated it. The first season? Yeah, the whole thing. You I didn't hated like it. it? No, I hated it. Oh no, I love the first See, season. That's another thing I have a problem with, like network television. The graphics and the costumes, like in the first season of the shows, are so fucking terrible. Yeah, but you know, network TV has a lot bigger budget than cable TV. No, I know. They just somehow give me shittier quality. Still, <laughs> you're just biased. Yeah, like if I want to watch a period piece or like. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch, like, The Tudors because it's beautiful. Well, because it's more, there's more attention to detail because on a network show, you're not courting an audience that cares. You're courting the right. flyover states, and they just want to see 
whatever. Right. So fucking I'm, Big Bang Theory is the number one show uh, on TV. I know. I know. Don't say you don't love it. I've never, I've never watched an episode of Big Bang. Why are you sighing? I saw like a part of one. I don't like it. You didn't even. You just said you've never watched an episode. I watched half of an episode. That was enough. I tried to because it's like on stupid Netflix now. There's a stupid Netflix. <laughs> yeah. there, is it next to Netflix for kids? It is actually. So it goes Netflix, Netflix for kids. Stupid Netflix. <laughs> yes. What it else should? Is on, what else is on stupid uh, Netflix? Honey Boo Boo. You love Honey Boo Boo. I do Boo-Boo. love Honey Boo Boo, though, but it would be there. But too. it is on stupid Netflix. It would be there. <laughs> what else? Like Gator Brother, all those fucking like Duck Dynasty. Duck Dynasty. I was just gonna say <laughs> Ice Ice Truckers, Mountain Men, IRT Deadliest Roads, Toddlers and Tiaras, all reality shows. Yep. No sitcoms, no like network. I feel like network sitcoms can go like World According know. to Jim. Yeah, I don't know. I don't watch. Remember the whole conversation? I don't watch network television. Um, I wish I had a TV network. You know what I would put on it? Cartoons. You know what I would call it? I don't what Matt Cohen <laughs> Network. Because Cartoon Network's already taken the MCN. The MCN, dude. <laughs> You're already there with me. And the commercials would just be me going like... What do you like, show after 2 a.m.? Just cartoons, 24 hours a day. Infomercials. No, no, no. It's cartoons, so 24 hours a day, and every commercial is just me. Infomercials drawn. There's no commercials. It's just... At, at the commercial breaks, you just cut to me going like, this is awesome, right? Like, it's just me very excited yeah. about the cartoon we're watching. You're <laughs> watching a bunch of cartoons. Like, you did you see that one part cartoons. with the dragon? Like, yeah, yeah. Who loves cartoons? <laughs> Um, and then how are you paying in ad revenue? I'm not. And the channel lasts a day. But, oh, my God, for a day, we watch cartoons in in Elysian fields, my friends. Um, and that's about it. Misty, did you have a good time? Tonight? Yeah. It's a good time. Do you still want to go to the gym? I don't think I'm going to make it. Oh, no. <sighs> I don't think I'm going to make it. Uh, I'm sorry. It's okay. I did this to you. Um, I really like this onesie. I can tell. I'm gonna wear it a lot. I'm I like w- this little doggy. I wish it had pockets, but I'm well, gonna. Sucks. Sew. I'm gonna. S- I talked to my mom, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna sew a pocket inside." And she was like, "Do you know how to sew?" And I went, "No, I guess I'm not gonna sew a pocket inside." Brett could do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she went to fashion school. Who's Brett? For my the best. third person oh, in the conversation. I thought we've talked. Brett is my best friend. Okay, a girl Brett. She's a girl Brett. Yeah. That's fucking weird, right, guys? I know it's so funny because I have to say I'm here with my girlfriend Brett. I call her girl Brett. Yeah, because dudes are like, "Who's Brett?" She said it's always been her friend's problem. Who's this Brett guy? And Brett Favre. <laughs> she shows up and like, imagine if it was Brett Favre and you were like, you were implying that Brett Favre could sew a pocket into my gloomy bear Kigurumi. And that's what I'm let's talking just, about. Let's just live in that reality. Um, this was fun. Misty, where can people find you on the At internet? Meow Misty Dawn hey, on girl. Twitter and meowmistydawn.com. And yeah, Missy Don on Xbox and PlayStation. Really? My gamer tag. Yeah. You give it. That's the first time you've ever given out your gamer tag. I literally, yeah, Missy Don. Anything I'm on, I'm. That's it. You don't care about your YouTube anymore. We can find all that from that stuff. You didn't say that. You didn't say. Go it. to my YouTube. You highlighted your Xbox and your PlayStation and left your YouTube off. Um, because ugh, it's the same. Whatever, man. Uh, you can find me online at Camel Toad on Twitter and uh, Instagram. There you go. I never give it oh, that. Oh yeah, up. on Instagram. Uh, guess what I'm on Instagram? Camel Toad two. Yeah, Missy Don. Um, <laughs> Camel Toad on Instagram, and then uh, uh, check out, uh, of course, all the other fine podcast podcasts and Team Jack, which is back on the air, which we're doing, and is a, is 
always a rocking good time. Um, I'm also writing for Nerdist.com and Tokyo Pop, and you can check that out at uh, Nerdist.com and subscribe to their newsletters. Um, and Geek is slowly churning away. Axel Ortiz, artist extraordinaire, is like, I want to say, 30 pages away from finishing the art on the book, and then Anthony Bachman's coloring it. So we, we it is actually going to be a comic book. Like, I, we had the conversation the other day where Axel called me, and he was like, I've laid out all the pages. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, this is going to be done at a certain point. We both had a real weird moment of like, oh no, you're actually going to finish it because it just seems like this, it will be going on for the rest of my fucking life. But it won't, so I will actually have a graphic novel at some point, and I'm, and I'm very, very excited about that. So more to come on that front. What did we learn today, Misty? Um, can't wait for network television in the fall. True Blood sucks, but is great. <laughs> what else? And I can't wait to play Last of Us. Anything else? Um, the same people are at Venice Beach every day. All right, that's what we learned. The same people are at Venice Beach every day. I'm been bagged and boarded. I'm Matt Cohen. I missed you. I, no, I fucked it up again. Um, I always do that, Misty. And like, you know what a pro would do? They would edit this out. But you know what I am? Your dog loves me more. Like a, like a double pro. Pro square. I'm like a doctor pro. Mm. I went. I have a doctorate. In being professional. So here, let's let's take that one more okay. time. Uh, we learned that people in Venice Beach are the same every day or something. There's the same people there. They're day. just the same people. I'm Matt Cohen. I'm Missy Don. It's been bagged, aborted. It's been real. What? I got it. Bagged and boarded. Jesse, watch lots of movies, get mad ladies, smoke mad doobies, beg and board it, it's a way in life, tell your friends, tell your moms, tell your hoe, tell your wife, coming at you on a weekly basis, kicking up pod for your sexy faces, these are two free geeks you want to bone, in the secret podcast bunker all alone, on the internet we'd be the top crooks, we got issues and we owe me funny books, homie Jimmy Moore and the dinos are chilling, me and JR, we got the top villains, sit down, relax, and yo, and we'll take a seat, get ready for the top podcast, you all agree, I can spit loud, but I can spit faster, I'm Matt Cohen, I'm the Geek Master. I got everything you could possibly want in it. An hour of bus in the Brento minute. I'm a little laid back and he's making a little maniacal. Could be just talking shit. Who said the show was viable? Walking in the door, smoking that Jimmy Moore. You're listening from Alabama, all the way to Singapore. With just two weeks and that's the topic of discussion. Had each other's boats on the green, on nothing. Quick stop at night, through the storming like a typhoon. It's not right, it's wrong. It's taking lots of wrong. It's with each and every show, everyone celebrates. Cause we got comics, movies, and a little penetration. I regret every episode as soon as it's recorded. Cause I'm down to earth and matters out of orbit. We're not Quite right, our thoughts are distorted. So now we present to you another bag and boarded. Bag them boarded, 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 bag them boarded. Yeah. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com. <laughs> <laughs>